Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and with me once again is Colin Mitchell. How we doing, Bruni? Doing fantastic. How about you? I'm doing I'm doing good. You're doing good, even though the Pistons lost last night to a buzzer-beating hey, Buddy Heald 3? It was a travel, too, or double-dribble. Oh, God. Rewatch it. I don't want to hear it. Rewatch it. I don't want to hear it. I've had enough people talk talk about double-dribble and traveling over the last two weeks with Jackson's travel and now well, wasn't it to travel? Yields. It doesn't matter. It happened. That, Let's move on. Point. I mean, it's a fair point. Uh, the Pistons aren't going anywhere anyway, so <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Thank you so much. It's all right. I say this as a Spurs fan who's like who are the who are still right going to get like fifty wins this season. Hopefully, you know, the last time the Pistons got fifty wins, I don't either because I don't remember. Five? <laughs> I just no, it was probably like two thousand eight. It was yeah, it was later. It was like two thousand nine. They were good for a while. Yeah, um, then we then we traded for Allen Iverson. God, what a trade! There were just some questionable decisions from that. Yeah, thank franchise. you, thank you, Joe Dumars. God damn, what yeah. a, what a fella, what a guy. All right, let's let's talk about North Texas. Okay, um, they they also won on a buzzer beater esque type of shot, basically a buzzer beater game winner. I guess you should call it. Um, I want to I want to talk I want to start off by saying what a shot by Mike Miller. I'm assuming everyone who listens to this podcast knows what happened by now, but just to recap the game real quick, North Texas comes out was pretty bad. Um, but yeah. Rice was also bad in the first half. Both uh, were considerably bad in yeah. the first half. And North Texas actually led by like what 10 or somewhere around there. And then before the half, Rice closes out on a was a 5-0 run to take a three-point lead, I believe it was somewhere around there. And uh they led 34 to 31 going into halftime and in the second half North Texas comes out solid. Jordan Duffy scores with nine of the Mean Green's first 11 points. And then after that, Rice figures out that if they just go with, they put the guy with the funky shot, you know his name? His name was Williams. Yeah. I don't remember his number. I did not think he was going to make a shot. (laughs) Well, he had a unique three threes. I think it was two. No, it was three. I remember all three of them. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna. gonna fa- I'm not up. gonna. Fact I'm gonna look check this up. You. I'm fact checking for myself. Let's see this. What was his name? Williams. Oh, he did only hit two. It was two. I swear he. Hit, <laughs> I swear he hit two at the top of the key and then one in the corner. Well, no, I. Only, I think it was only the two at the top. Well, of he the attempted key. five, and those five attempts looked disgusting. They are. They're, his shot is disgusting. Like it's like he's like in a millimeter off the ground when he releases. Right. I mean, <laughs> I think you might have a nicer shot than him. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> his probably goes in more often yeah, though. That's the, that's definitely true. Um, but okay, so he they put him at the five, and Zach Simmons couldn't do anything because they were just running like pick and pop, and Zach Zach looked slow. I mean, on, on both sides of the ball, yeah. Zach looked, didn't look good last night, but still, they had to take him out, put Maya in at the five, and so eventually they stopped the bleeding. But by the time that happened, they were down thirteen, and then down sixteen with seven minutes left, seven oh six left to be exact. And then North Texas goes on a run that I cannot even describe, Colin. Yeah, that was uh when they were down 16, I was like, all right, well, we're going to be on the podcast tomorrow talking about how we thought North Texas was going to win all three of these games and they lost the first one. So I literally <laughs> thought, okay, I was thinking of a couple of things. I look up at the scoreboard because I'm, I'm typing, I'm, I'm doing all this stuff, and I look up at the scoreboard like because I'm watching the game, but I don't look up at the scoreboard like super often if that makes sense. Like I'm yeah, kind of yeah. just like watching the game, you know, getting a feel for it and everything. And I look up, I'm like, yeah, they're getting killed. And then I look up there down 16, I'm like, man, they're getting housed. This is crazy. Like yeah. 
it wasn't even competitive. Like I thought it was. I thought the game was over. I thought they were gonna lose by twenty. I was like, this is this is unheard of. Because even Oklahoma was close for yeah. The first. The Oklahoma seemed competitive, but this just didn't seem competitive. Exactly for most of the site or the yeah for like that stretch. Yeah, yeah, the beginning of the second half, like you said. So it was just like, man, are they really gonna lose by twenty to Rice? Yeah, like. The panic meter was going to go through the panic roof. Panic meter was going to go from whatever we put it at to a ma- to an 11 out of 10. Like, it's, it was going to be gone. <laughs> so, that's... I'm just thinking of that, and then I'm thinking about the podcast. I'm like, man, nobody's going to listen. This is going to be terrible. This is, like, nobody's going to care. Like, nor- people are going to give up on this team. Yeah, they lose we by were, 20 to we were Rice see, at home. two big crowds, and then we, we're gonna, it's just going to be... It's going to be gone. Yeah, it was going to go was, back to the Tony Benford era crowd. Exactly. I was assuming the worst. And then the Mean Green go on a run. They go on a 24-7 to run over the last seven minutes to win the game. And they do so by doing a few things. They full-court pressed, full-court trap yeah. pretty much, uh, which Rice... Rice had no idea what to do. Rice was terrible in yeah. that. Even when they broke it cleanly, they were still in the half court like panicking, throwing yeah. the ball around. And then... So they full court pressed, and then North Texas also went with Maya at the five, and then when Maya fouled out with like three minutes left, they put DJ in for him, and so that went with super, super, super small lineup. Probably one of the smallest lineups you'll see in college basketball. I thought it was on accident at first. Like the <laughs> DJ went out there because I like saw Coach look back and like like point at Zach or whoever it was, yeah. whoever was on there, and then he just kind of like stopped the point and then looked turned back around and just kind of let it happen. <laughs> like. like <laughs> Yeah, I, I do remember that when he was looking, I was like, who the hell is he going to put in? <laughs> yeah. I just assumed he was going to put Zach back in. That's what I thought, too. And then Mike Miller became the center. <sighs> yeah, Mike Miller became the center. Uh, that Williams guy with the funky shot was at the five, so it wasn't completely terrible. They, they I mean, but that Rice was still had like 6'8", six, 6'8", eight, six, eight, like 6'5", like a, yeah. on the court, yeah. even though they didn't have like a dominant big man. They were still way bigger, and... North Texas found a way to get scrappy. They were fronting all the posts. They were fighting for rebounds. They weren't getting a lot of rebounds, but a lot of balls were going out of bounds. Yeah. And, like, you know, both teams were like, oh, that's out on them. It's out on them. And North Texas came up with enough of those 50-50 balls to get the win. And, man, I just let, – let's, let's go to two things. Mike Miller got fouled. When they were down one, going to the basket. Yep. Sinks two free throws as calm as ever. I don't even think they hit rim. Then they Rice comes back, scores on... Do you remember how they scored? Rice scored on a backdoor cut, didn't they? Oh, was it... Was it... Okay, it might have been. I honestly do not remember how they scored. I Yeah, I think it was... I ha- I know it came from the right side, so I'm just imagining the backdoor cut because I've saw, I saw that so many times mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah, I, 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 I might just yeah. North yeah. Texas had no rim protection yeah. in at the time, so they scored out the rim pretty easily. Six seconds left. I'm thinking there are no timeouts. North Texas has no timeouts, and I'm just thinking like I'm I'm befuddled. But then what did they do? They went and replay. They, there was a stoppage. No. There was not a stoppage. There was not a stoppage. Okay. My memory's bad. That was the stoppage was before Mike Miller hit the free throws because they they, they went back. Coach was drawing up a play. Yeah. Okay. So they they go down court. Um coach calls a play from the sideline. It's for Duffy initially. And that play was 
I mean, it didn't. It didn't it, work yeah, at all. It, it broke down. I completely. mean, the, the idea was that for Duffy to come up and set a screen on the ball, but to slip the screen really early so that way his man like comes in like hedges Ryan, mm-hmm. and so then he slips out, and then Mike's there to set a screen for Duff on Duffy's guy whenever he recovers, and that didn't work at all. Um, the guy didn't hedge at all, so whatever. And so Duffy's not there. He kind of clears out. Everyone's like just stands there for like a half second. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, it's over now. Like, and then Mike, I was assuming Ryan was just going to just attack the hoop or something. That's what I thought. And and then he passed it off to Mike and Mike just kind of took it and beautiful left-handed layup. Yeah. He drove, drove straight line drive left hand and kind of double pumped the layup finished. It was a tough finish with his left hand and it was just, he's so impressive. I mean, to finish that with the calmness he had in his demeanor was just i mean he just had he it he literally did not look like he was phased by the moment at all i mean jordan duffy kind of too to an extent and both of those guys just took over down the stretch yeah and even though they weren't scoring like every single time um ryan Woolridge Woolridge had four free throws i think he went four or six at the line Mm -hmm. to close the game which was big as well. And Mo also, shout out, Mo Gibson had six points um, during that stretch as well. So everyone kind of contributed, but it just felt like Mike Miller and Duffy just kind of were the ones we talked. Okay, this is going back to what we talked about last week. When this team needed a bucket, Jordan Duffy, for the most part, yeah, was the guy to go up. get that bucket. 16 points in the second half by Jordan Duffy. Yeah. He started off the second half scoring nine of their first 11. He continuously was looking to drive, to shoot. He was efficient. And that's what this team needs at times. Not all the time. Not all the time. Because we've seen UTSA, was it Jivin Jackson had 28 shots last yeah. game. <laughs> uh, they don't need that. They need Jordan Duffy, 19 points, you know, 16 points and a half. This team really just needs points by halves. And so when Jordan Duffy does that, what he did, he's fulfilling what we talked about. When this team needs offense, one guy is going to have to step up. And whether that's Mo, Ryan, Duffy... Mike, it doesn't matter. Like this team needs that performance, and they got it uh, last night with Jordan Duffy basically t- having a great, great half of basketball, and then Mike Miller closing it out with, I mean, his senior just moxie. I think that's a good word. You like the word that's moxie? Good, yeah, that's a really good word, actually. Do you, I feel like you don't even know what the word moxie it's means? A, it's like uh, it's almost like swagger. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Except I think it's like the sixties. It's like my dad's it's, version. It's like of yeah. Swagger. It's like the, it's like this. Like hey, you got a lot of moxie. <laughs> moxie. It's more like twenties. Twenties. Really? I feel like twenties. Like you know, like Great Gatsby style. <laughs> That's definitely where Moxie came. Okay. From. Yeah. Moxie was definitely set in Great Gatsby. You are correct about that. But yeah, that's what Mike Miller had, and so I'm. I'm. I wasn't. Sh- I wasn't shocked that he made the shot. I was. Shocked. You were shocked in general. I was just shocked <laughs> that the whole freaking sequence. That they actually won that game. I walked up. I was walking up the stairs, and I look at Bruni, and he's just sitting back in his chair, just kind of staring off into space, not looking at anything, just kind of like trying to gather all the information he just saw. Um, but I was equally as amazed because once Rice made that shot, I was like, "We're not North Texas, not going to score again." With that, what was it? Two point three point four seconds? Yeah, it was no, no, no. When they made the shot, there were six seconds left. There were six seconds left when they made the shot, and then there was no timeout, so that's why Ryan was able to pick it up. They ran a whole play, pulled it over to Mike, and he attacked. No, that's not right. There's way more than six seconds left. No there was way. Like, yes, yes. No but, way. Let me look up the play. I have the play-by-play right here. There was definitely more because I have it right here. 
They made a shot. The Rice had point point three seconds left. See, there was a timeout before. Seven seconds left. Seven seconds left. Okay. So yeah, not three. But yeah, there was a timeout right after Mike's two free throws. So that's probably where the play was obviously drawn up. Um, but yeah, seven seconds left, and they came down, and they they let Ryan roll the ball out to half court. Also, that was another strange thing. That, yeah, that was really interesting. R- Rice has to make him pick it up yeah, at he, he exactly, the free throw yeah. line of the other side because, like you said, I mean, they let him run a play. Seven seconds left, but I guess the thing is with Ryan, you don't want to let him just you know drive. Yeah, because he you. could pick it up and just run. Exactly. So. I, I guess I understand that, but still, you can't... At least meet him at half court. Yeah, do something. <laughs> you got to trust your defense in a way. I mean, you they let them roll so far. I was like, damn. But um, going back to what you're saying is how shocked I was. I mean, for context, every, every game, by the time the buzzer sounds, I have my laptop packed up, everything packed up, and I go down there to the, the media room right after the game. And that game, I waited a good five minutes after the buzzer <laughs> to get down to the media room. Just, I couldn't, I literally couldn't believe it. If you follow me on Twitter, you'll, you see it as well. I was just, because <laughs> I do all my updates on the message board on 24-7. But for the last minute, I was just tweeting like, somehow you and North Texas is down three. Then I was like, oh, Mike, or something happened. They're down one. Somehow Mike, some Mike hits two free throws and somehow North Texas is actually winning this game. And then I just said, North Texas won. That's all I said. And I I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I couldn't I just don't think either. there's... I, I've been to a lot of North Texas games over the last three years. And that and the drive are probably the two most shocking events, I guess you could say. I've, I've ever, I can yeah. remember over the last three years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm trying to think that I mean there there've been great games, but the, but these this was like an unheard See, of con- the thing comeback. Is, yeah, it's yeah. not even the ending by itself. The ending by itself was really good. Like if it was just a yeah. close game and North Texas pulls it out, like wow, what a game! But the thing is, yeah, it was like North Texas had no business winning that game. I no business. Rice Rice coach even said after the game, Rice was better. Yeah, like I I just right Rice came with a game plan, executed it. And then North Texas just, just their heart just yeah. came back and, and won them that game. They're, I mean, their mental toughness because, you know, you don't have if you have a team. Last year's team would have lost by like thirty, because yeah. they they just weren't used to the moment. Yeah, because last year they were just inconsistent and they couldn't persevere kind of through those tough times. Yeah, and trying to get like the new culture and everything. Yeah. Where I mean, before there was no. Yeah, the interesting thing is after the game, you know. Mike and Duffy were the players available, and they both said kind of similar things. They were just like, "We, I mean, the team kind of just knows knows what it takes to win. Yeah. And then they know what it requires, like, internally to win. Like, the belief you have to have to go win these games. Mm-hmm. And that starts with those two seniors. Um, and it trickles down to Ryan, Rose. I mean, everybody on the team is... I don't want to say they're upbeat, but they're they have a certain mindset, I guess. Whenever, even when they're down, it's kind of just like we're gonna be all right, you know. Yeah. Um, and that last year's team definitely did not have that. There's a lot of teams that definitely didn't have it. I don't think a North Texas team has had that since Johnny Jones. Been a while. So, <laughs> so it's a it's a nice sight, even if the comeback wins happen in basketball, but it's different when you come back and it's 
when the odds are so out of your favor. Yeah, and I don't know. This team has won a lot of games. They won 17 games. A lot of those haven't been against good teams. So it's not like they've been in this situation a lot. Right. So you can kind of tell it's just like kind of like their heart, like kind of just going into it and, and pulling out a win. The uh, But you kind of alluded to it. We have to talk about the first 33 minutes. Man. What a... Let's just go to the first half first. Let's okay. go half by half. Okay, let's go half. So first half... Let's go quarter by quarter. First 10 minutes. Okay, first 10 minutes of the game, I think it was like 16 to 2. No, it wasn't 16 to 2. It was, it was like well, 16 it was, to 6. It was something... Yeah, something to really low. Yeah. And Rice was on two points for a long time. And I was like... I looked up and I was like, how has North Texas not scored more after while holding Rice to two points? And then Rice all of a sudden made that 16 to whatever, 6 or whatever it was. And they made it, what was it, to to 18 to 16 or 15? Yeah, yeah, they came back all the way. Yeah, they came back and it was just like, so this is how this game's going to go. And I thought it was going to be, I, I actually thought it was going to be like 40 to 50. Yeah. Like to finish the game. Well, the thing is, the pace in the first 10 minutes was really good. Uh or really fast, I should say. Yeah. I don't know if it was really well executed, but it was it was a fast pace. Ryan was going a ton, and a lot of guys were pushing the pace for both teams. So it was a really fast game. Both teams were shooting like thirty three percent. So that's why the score was even like in the twenties at in the in the first like ten minutes almost. And then the second ten minutes, it was kind of more of the same, but then. Like I said, Rice closed the half way better than North Texas yeah, did. Yeah, absolutely. And so it, it kind of showed what was going to happen in the second half because defensively North Texas started wearing down, which is weird because yeah. North Texas is a good defensive team. And Rice started scoring on them, hitting threes on them consistently, like getting open mm-hmm. looks from mm-hmm. three consistently. And that was worrisome. Um, and so that bled over in the second half and uh, – I think that the defense was the most alarming thing to me because in the first was it 13 minutes of the second half I think they were Rice was shooting like 66% from th- or from the field. Like 12 of 18 I think they were from the field in the first 13 minutes. And so when you, when that happens you really just North Texas is usually able to stop teams at least on a semi-consistent basis. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't stop. I mean, you go back to UTSA game, they struggled stopping UTSA in the second half. And then now they struggled stopping Rice for a stretch in the second half. So that's that was the most concerning part to me about the second half, basically. Yeah. I mean, I, you just said what I was what I would say. So <laughs> the uh yeah, the Can we talk about Rose? first half we kind of all right let's, let's go let's go players. So, let's go play players yes now okay okay so rose okay so we'll start with rose so rose i thought everyone had really good energy like in the first half um yeah there were a lot of open shots not hit and right. rose also had a lot of rose had open shots and just complete heaves that neither well, one went in ne- yeah neither one went. he was 0 for 7 from three i believe right let me see Oh for six. For yes, oh for six and one for eight overall. Yeah. Only two points on two free wait. No, he made a layup. Okay, so four points. Yeah. Um Yeah. Rose uh, Rose um 
I've praised his, I praised his defense last week. I think his defense was all right. I think it was it was good enough to uh to get by. But yeah, offensively, he's kind of uh the team as a whole shot two of fifteen from three in the first half. So that was yeah. that was alarming. But the looks were pretty good. That's why we're I was pretty optimistic. Second half, the looks weren't as good at all. But in the first half, you see Rose go, man, he's he went so cold, and that just this team can't survive whenever Rose goes 0 for four and a half from three. And that's why kind of Rice wore them down and kind of worked their way back into the game. Because when North Texas isn't hitting threes, it's tough for them to maintain constant, constant. Because oh, they're always undersized. North Texas is always yeah, the yeah. undersized team in yeah. every game. And we saw Rice kind of go bigger with some bigger lineups. And so when North Texas isn't hitting threes, Rice is going down the other end and having more size and getting rebounds and working North Texas in the paint and kicking out for threes, and they're hitting threes. And so it kind of wore them down in the first half. So I was impressed with Rice's ability to do that. And Rice is one of the first teams in a while to out-rebound North Texas, and they did so pretty convincingly. Let me look. 10 rebounds. Yeah, 41-31 to 31 rebounding-wise. Um the thing is, you expect North Texas hasn't been out rebounding in a while, like I said. So you could tell that kind of wore them down in a way. And Rice Rice's size led to threes. And even they shot eight of twenty two, which is good, thirty six, thirty seven percent. Uh to North Texas six to twenty five. So North Texas it's another kind of alarming performance, but they're second in Conference USA right now at five yeah. and one. So I don't know. I still, I still, I still think they're gonna win the next two games at home, but they're gonna have to play a hell of a lot better than this to beat UAB on Thursday. Absolutely. Even middle, middle on Saturday. Like that's. Well, we'll see about middle. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know if Rice is worse than middle. Honestly, I don't know. They're they're on the same level. They're in the same tier for sure. Definitely the same tier. I agree with that. But um, okay, so we were going player by player. Oh yeah, I want to talk about Zach Simmons. Okay, yeah, because people are gonna be like, "Oh, why was Zach so bad?" He just just looked slow. Yeah, he was just kind of slow to everything. I don't know. I don't know why. I think Rice had some good size to uh, counter him with, and uh, they brought some help late to uh, kind of bother him on his. I mean, the game started off with Zach getting a post up. And him traveling, like he traveled on his yeah, first kind post. Yeah, kind of tells you the story. And it kind of told, yeah, kind of told the story that Zach kind of wasn't as crisp as he usually is mm-hmm. on offense. And then on defense, he didn't have a block. He in twenty two minutes, twenty three minutes, which is crazy. And he just wasn't as effective as a rim protector because I'm, I'll be at Rice had some size, and so he's not good at blocking shots against size i guess he's more of a help blocker Mm -hmm. and so then uh he started compensating and that's when he started just going for rebounds and getting over the back breakers over the back breakers yeah that's that's the term for him in the basketball world over the back breakers when you go for an offensive rebound and you get a foul and you send them to the free throw line which is what happened oh okay plenty of times that happens so much yeah, that did happen a lot. It happened probably the four times. Throw, the, the, the foul half. differential in the first half was only. It was. It was. It was sixteen to eleven, something around there. But, I have it right here. I don't know why. I don't just look at it. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was sixteen to eleven. No, which, no, no. 
Rice had 21 free throws in the first half. North Texas had 13. I was talking about fouls. Oh, fouls? Yeah. There were 27 total fouls. I think it was 16 to 11. 16 to 11. Yeah. Um, North Texas had 16. So, Rice was getting to the free throw line a ton. And then in the second half, Rice gets to the free throw line four times. Yeah. It's just, it's shocking that what happens when you keep people in front of you with like your, your guards and you make mm-hmm. them take just contested shots instead of like, I don't know. In the first half, it was kind of just Rice was able to get to the cup and Simmons, Zach wasn't able to do much um, when they got there. But in the second half, I mean, the guards were just quicker and Zach Simmons didn't play as much. Jamayo was really good on the perimeter. And so it was just a multitude of things I think led to that. And also, it needs to be noted that North Texas shot 26 free throws in the second half. They yeah. were just they were just attacking the basket. Yeah. They kind of figured like, hey, we can't shoot, so we're just gonna go to the basket really hard. And they figured out. And I've talked about it before that this team's inability to get to the free throw line will hinder them. But Jordan Duffy, Mike Miller, I'm trying to think. Rose Rose only had two, um, and Ryan went. Ryan had eight free throws. All of them had plenty of free throws who's that that had six yeah mike miller had six zach simmons had seven zach was two of seven from the free throw line yeah is that shocking i uh, no, i i'm i'm not surprised by it he's like a 70 percent free throw shooter but it's it's, it's I, I don't i just feel like every time he goes up there it, he's always going to split i guess it just feels that way you know what i'm saying i don't know how to explain that like it just feels like every time, he, like at no point was I like, yeah, he's a hit. Well, both because teams. last year he was so bad, and so now this, but this year he's the seven for seven. That kind of shows, I mean, how poor he was yesterday. Two of seven. There's a lot of numbers that show how bad he was. Yeah, yesterday, but he was he was pretty bad. Um. So yeah, that's Zach. I want to see Mo was kind of just out there for a lot of the yeah. game. He, but he hit, he hit big shots. He when, two when they, big. I mean, yeah, he had a big, big three. Threes. He had a big three in the first half, and then a three in the second half. Uh, I say a big three in the first half because it kind of it stopped a mini rice run. I remember uh, DJ Draper was in there to close the game. He was again. He, he didn't. He didn't. He had ten minutes. Ten minutes. He closed the game. That's what I want from DJ. Ten minutes a game. That's what I want from right? DJ. Right? I mean, and hey, you could argue he he did really well. I think he did fine. He like, was. Running, he took charge. Yeah, he took charge. He was fronting the post when everybody tries to post him up. He fronted it really well, and I mean his spacing alone, I think, was valuable for mm-hmm. that offense. Like, um, I talked about Jemiah, Mike Miller, Duffy, Ryan had an interesting game because you look at the box score, you're like, oh, he had 14 points, uh, eight boards, five steals, three assists, or four assists. I'm sorry, and you're kind of like. Damn, he played great, but it didn't really feel like a great Ryan game. Yeah. Uh, because I guess at no point he was the focal point of what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. He was always just kind of a byproduct of, a, I don't know, of like a creation someone else had. So like somebody would drive, kick to him, and he would drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it was just him pushing the pace really hard. But um, yeah, Ryan played a ton. He played almost 39 minutes. We talk about how I said before the game that if he didn't attempt for uh four threes that they lose yeah and he i mean he had two in the first half he was over two and then he hit one in the second half uh clean three in the second half so he was one one there and that was a big three um and i think that's all of them yeah i think that's all the players we need to talk about uh 
Anything else on the game, Colin? Only had one game this week. That was kind of yeah. It's different. Sad. It is. It is different. Get your Thursday nights to yourself, kind of. Yay! Just <laughs> not that we do anything else besides watch basketball. Like that's all we do. <laughs> yeah, right. When there's no game, we're just like, well, I watched LA. NBA basketball. That's what I did. Um, I think this, I'm trying to remember. No, the Spurs played Friday. Yeah, I came back and watched the Spurs on Friday. Uh, but yeah. Uh, that's all I had for the game. I'm making sure I didn't forget anything. Turnovers. North Texas had 24 points off turnovers, which is incredible. 21 fast break points. And good win, I guess, right? Overall, is it a good win? It's a good win only because they came back. Only because they won. Yeah, only because <laughs> it's a good win only because they won. Like, if they lost this game, oh my. I mean, it would have been just awful because then then question marks start to come up like hardcore um and and it's 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 uh what's the word i'm looking for uh panic that's uh deserved what am i looking uh it's like yeah it's like no it's it's panic that there's a word for it i'm trying to think of it no okay you're saying if they would have lost if they would have lost it's it's like deserved i mean scrutiny i don't know know they would have gotten i don't know they would have they would have gotten. Attacked. There's reason to panic, instead of like before where we're just kind of speculating. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. We've been speculating for a while. Um, we're still speculating right now that there's yeah, some panic because they won. Because they won. <laughs> because they won. Like that. That Michael Miller's layup alone makes takes us from being ultra panicked to just being like, okay, well, we're kind of panicked. Like that layup is the difference. Well, it is, and it's the difference for all those fans too. Exactly. Four thousand almost. That was a really good crowd too. There's impressive um you want to get to conference usa let's 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 do some conference usa let's get to conference usa i have you have everything on your phone well i want you to pull it i want you to pull it up too so that way you have it too i'm not alone i'll just do it on some my interesting results that maybe not everyone saw like i didn't even i was trying to keep i was keeping up with it for the most part but i didn't see it uh fiu beat western kentucky on thursday 77 76 uh, UTSA went from being four and zero to four and two. This loads, and because they they lost to oh wait a bigger result that I want to talk about is Louisiana Tech losing to Charlotte by fifteen yesterday fifty five to uh forty. That's what I thought the North Texas game was going to be like. That's a god awful result for uh for Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech is canceled, by the way. They're done. Completely out of the They're done. tier. They're done. I don't know. The they, they are in the third tier now. That is such a bad result. How do you score 40 points on Marshall? I'm sorry. How do you score 40 points on Charlotte? Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte is so bad. But I, I, as I say this, North Texas beat Rice by one. So you can't you can't can't be too uh too hard on them. Old Dominion beat Southern Miss by one, by I'm sorry, beat La Tech by one, and then beat Southern Miss by 18. I mean, Stith and Caver continue to just light it up. The uh, I don't know why. Can you pull? Oh, I'm on UTSA. I was like, why is this not working? Uh, UTSA went from being four and zero to four and two because they lost to Middle Tennessee on Thursday, 89-86. Then they lost to UAB, 83 to 73 yesterday, and. Trying to think if there are any, another result. 
Marshall beat FAU on Thursday and then beat FIU on Saturday, putting up 96 points and then 105 points. I'm really concerned about Marshall for North Texas. I don't know if they can score with them. Yeah, John Elmore is just CJ Burks. I good. Yeah, they're just they're, they just got they're scored. complete. All right, let me let's run run down the standings real quick. Marshall is first at five and zero. Oh. This is all in conference record. Yeah. UNT is five and one. UAB four and two. UTSA four and two. Old Dominion four and two. Uh, FIU three and three. Louisiana Tech three and four. Southern Miss three and four. Western Kentucky two and three. FAU two two and four, Rice two and four, Charlotte two and four, Middle two and four, and UTEP one and five. We wrote down our our uh, power, our power rankings. Last I thought we were week. doing those every other week, though. Are we doing them again? I don't know. I kind of want to cancel Louisiana Tech in my power ranking. <laughs> okay, we can we can do that. Because <laughs> I think I put La Tech. I had La Tech six. You had La Tech four five five. Okay. All right, so we're canceling. But then again, Louisiana Tech did only lose by one. They to lost to fifteen to Charlotte. But they lost by one. If North Texas lost by twenty to Rice, where would you have them? Like eighth. Okay, there you go. There's La Tech. <laughs> you uh, put La Tech there. <laughs> it's all right. I'm gonna say a team, and you tell me what you think about them. All right. When when I say Old Dominion. What what do you I think I think they are the the team to beat in Conference USA right now. Even though they're four and two? Yes. Because, I think they've lost to Western and Marshall. Those are those two losses. Yes. Because I just they have they just have everything in terms of And they have I mean guard players. Like they have good players. defense, they have good guards, and Marshall doesn't really have size. I mean, they're obviously bigger than North Texas, but in yeah. terms of they're missing I forgot his name. The, the tall guy from last season. Oh, yeah, the guy that got... I don't, he didn't get drafted. He declared for the draft. The international yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, the international guy. Yeah, so the, they, they're missing him, but I feel like Marshall's more... Even though they're 5-0, and oh, I feel like they're they're more of a streaky... I just... Yeah, they're more of an offense. Yeah. They're, they're coached by a Dan Tony. Right, exactly. It's the easiest way so, to, to put it. ODU just seems solid and have has really good fundamentals, mm-hmm. and I see them kind of being the team to beat. Um, well, I guess next team. Uh... I was gonna say Louisiana Tech, but I, it's um. We'll save Law Tech for you. Yeah, save Law Tech for me. Okay, well here here's an interesting one. When I say in the grand scheme of the entire conference, when I say North Texas, what do you think about? Just the same thing as last week. <laughs> just what? Just, what is that? Just a good team. Just a good team. Good team can't be great yet. Of course, yeah. So I mean, I, I it's hard to it, last night's win didn't change anything for me. It just kind of affirmed what we both already thought, that this team needs scoring. They had it last night. I mean, if you didn't have Mike or Duffy step up, who knows what would have happened. What would have been hideous. Um, it would have been awful. Um, so, just a good team. When I say Western Kentucky, what do you what do you think of? Because they are 2-3 and three right now. Very inconsistent. <laughs> yeah. They have... It's, it's unbelievable how they can have Charles Bassey, Hollingsworth... Savage. Yeah, uh, I mean, Anderson. all of those, all of those great, like talents, and just not yeah. capitalize with at any the conference of. USA level. They are great. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, Charles Bassey by himself should be dominating the league right now. Yeah, and he had five shots uh, in their last loss, which is yeah. That's what. Why are you not feeding him? 
I, again, we we didn't see, we didn't see the game. We're not um hundred percent sure what happened, but just looking at box scores, Charles Bassey getting five shots and Hollingsworth getting nineteen nineteen, where he goes six and nineteen. That's just a big contrast. And on on a on a tangent, Wisconsin beat Michigan. Does that mean WKU could beat Michigan? Western Western Kentucky could be a lot of teams in this country. <laughs> yeah, but will they? No. Um, all right. Lastly, for you, I want to ask you about Rice. Could Rice make a little a little run here? They're two like, and four. I mean, I feel I'm, like Rice is North Texas last season. Ooh, that's okay. Like, image not immature, but young, not experienced, but has talent there for the future. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what North Texas was last season. You know, getting into the new culture, trying to you know yeah. get that mental toughness that they have now. I mean, you could you could very easily argue because North Texas played tons of good teams like close late in the, or like yeah. Marshall they played close WK they played close mm-hmm. at home um and I kind of think that's what this Rice team is yeah uh one thing I forgot to mention about the game uh was the coach of Rice oh how do we not talk about I have that? no clue I almost made it my lead in my story that's how crazy it was uh man I wish I knew his name anyways coach we'll call him coach Rice coach Rice so coach Rice was uh animated throughout the game throughout the game he was up high-fiving his guys uh, like fist pumping after threes he was going crazy he desperately wanted to win this he game. he really wanted to win this game and i think he's like that in most games um so he's a very animated coach that's how we describe him so coach rice <laughs> i looked at him after the mike miller layup went in and his head just falls <laughs> head just goes straight down and the poor guy, I mean, you just watched your team blow a 16-point lead, probably partially because of you, because you're not being able to teach your guys how to break a press or kill yeah. time and get a decent shot off after while doing that. It's, it's hard. It is really hard. But, I mean, obviously it falls back on the coach. So Miller's layup goes in. He puts his head down. It's sad. Uh, they go check the replay to put more time on. They don't. They don't put more time on, but he gets to drop a play. So the pass goes full court um, on his play. The guy catches, turns, uh, kind of gets a little bump from I don't remember who was there, somebody, mm-hmm. and shoots the shot. He gets it off in time. I believe he gets it off in time. I don't remember. but No, no way. It was close. I mean, all he had to do was catch it. Was it was 0.3 seconds left. It was 0.6. It was 0.6. And so I don't know. I don't remember. Anyways, one of the refs like kind of put his hands up. Yeah, I saw that. I and okay for a three, you put your hand up like flat, like just straight up. Yeah. But if it's a foul, like you hold your fist. Yeah, yeah, you put a fist up. And I think one of them like started putting a fist up, but then the other one like just had a regular hand up. And so the guy with that had his fist up, like changed it to his opened hand his up. hand up. Like he just like or put it down or something. And Coach Rice saw that, and he just charged the completely ref. Completely lost his mind. He goes up. He's like. You were gonna like I I'm interpreting because it's very loud and I'm very far, but and I can't even see his mouth, so I'm just assuming what I saw by the 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 gestures he was making. He was like, "No, you were gonna call that. Like, you're gonna call that foul. Like, call the foul. Like, you you had your hand up. You were gonna call it." And then like another ref comes up and he's like, "He was gonna call it. Like, let him like he let him call it," and all this stuff. And then like a couple of refs start leaving and he's like chasing them kind of, and yeah. he gets a hold of one basically. 
of the one that was going to call it. He's a like, hold of one. That's what it was like. He got, he got it. Like, he's below the basket at this point. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to call a foul. I call a foul, all this stuff, or whatever. I don't know. I'm assuming some cuss words were said or whatever. Like, that's bullshit, whatever. And at this point, four guys are holding him. Yeah. It's insane. I'm... I'm like, oh my god, what is happening? Like, is he gonna start swinging? I don't know what's <laughs> happening. And the refs like just gets out of there, and he's like, still like, barking at everybody. Four people are holding him. It's like, oh my gosh, and they like carry him basically over to like the lines where everyone. Yeah, like, where everyone's shaking hands everyone's while this is happening. Hands. Yeah, and Grant, uh, he shakes Grant's hand. Grant and talks to him for like, ten seconds, giving him great words of wisdom. I'm sure. As Grant does. Uh, as Grant does. Grant always knows what to say at the right time. So it's one of his best qualities. Um, <laughs> but no, that was probably the crazy. That was that was insane. Also, shout out to the guy that hit a half court shot for a hundred dollars at halftime. <laughs> that was amazing. That. Uh, I tweeted that that was the most exciting thing that had happened up to that point because it had because both teams were shooting like thirty percent. What a night! That was a uh, lots of emotional roller coaster. What a- what a night that was! I just couldn't. It feels really bad for Rice because they lost on a on a buzzer beater on their last okay. game, like to UTEP, UTEP and and they didn't even crazy. review the. See if he got it off. Yeah, they didn't well, even review it because. I think it was a the UTEP thing. All right, this is kind of a side tangent, but if you go back and look at just look up UTEP Rice buzzer beater whatever, there's like point six seconds or something around there left in the clock so when you look at Derek Fisher's point four shot like he catches and just flings it up there this guy catches turns, turns around like fades away full release a full release yeah. off in point six seconds and you can just tell the clock started way 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 late for the home team UTEP and UTEP and he hits the shot and UTEP ends up winning um and so you can't really review like that the clock didn't start on time I guess yeah that's fair it's just really unfortunate for Rice so Rice could be, you know, four and two right now. Had some yeah. things broken their way. Same record as North Texas, if that would have happened, but it doesn't. And instead, they're two and four. Uh, all right. You want me to name off teams now? Yeah, name off. Three. All right, La Tech. <laughs> Louisiana Tech <laughs> has talent. That's what I want to say. Daquan Bracy, talent. Anthony Derugi, talent. They got some players on that team that are athletic. They should be able to turn people over. They should be able to trap people. They should be able to do a lot of things that they don't do. So defensively, they're a good team, right? We know that um, undoubtedly, unquestionably. But offensively, we saw against North Texas, they put up like 60. And a lot of it was just Daquan Bracey taking over. So they have a lot of talent. They're not quite there as far as consistency goes on offense. Maybe more so than most other teams in that, any other team in the second tier. I mean, they're probably on par offensively with third tier teams, but defensively is where they have their, they leave their mark. I like how we have like the Bernies breakdown one through three tiers. Right. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty obvious. Though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's changed right now. Right now, who's, is North Texas top tier? Tier two. Damn. We talked about this last week. We did. I'm just saying if anything changed. North Texas does not have this dominant person. Well, Western Kentucky is still tier one? That Even though they're two them, and three? We might have to move them down. I think we do have to move them down. Right yeah. now, it's Marshall and ODU. and ODU. Yeah. Yeah. Marshall, ODU. And then you have like six teams in the second tier between UNT, UAB, 
FIU, WKU now, Western, Louisiana Tech. Do you want to you want to move them down? No, nope. would, nope. would you have moved North Texas down if they uh, they lost to Rice? the third tier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, nah, you, if that's a yes, nah, then you have to move nah, Tech nah, down. Nah, nah, nah. I okay. would not have. I would not have. Okay, so okay, keep okay. keep uh, keep them there. Keep Southern there in the second tier too, and FAU's borderline. Okay, yeah. you ready for the next team? Yeah, give me no, give me notes. Okay, team. UTSA. UTSA is really good when Jackson doesn't shoot twenty eight times and make like twelve of them. So what I, what that means is I need Jackson to become a little more efficient. I need Jackson to shoot forty percent from the field. Because right now I think he, I looked at it and he's shooting like thirty six percent from the field. That's tough. That's pretty bad. That's like, yeah, that's that's pretty bad. So they need him to get a little more efficient. They need Keaton Wallace to uh, stay aggressive, but they need Keaton Wallace to get to the rim and not settle for as many threes. Uh, I said it last week that I like their offense a lot, and I still do. I still like their offense. I mean, you look at their loss; they put up eighty six to Middle. Um, they put up seventy three to UAB. I mean, they haven't. They haven't scored under shoot. They haven't scored under sixty-seven all conference play in six conference games. So their offense is legit. Defensively is where I have questions because they can't. Doesn't look like they can stop anybody. And you give up eighty-nine points to Middle Tennessee. That's that's it's a red. Not that's a red flag. All right. Next last team. Last team. Be anyone. I know everybody. I just I just had one, but now I'm trying to see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. FIU. I knew you were gonna say FIU. FIU has like a multitude of scores, and when you look at that Marshall game that they lost one hundred five to ninety seven, that looked like a really interesting game because it was kind of just both team scores just having really really solid performances. Um, they had six players in double one two three four five okay six players with nine or more points, and then you go to their FIU game against a, I believe it was Western where they won. They had also had like five guys in double figures. They just have a really balanced scoring attack. And then they have, uh, oh, I just looked at his freaking name. Uh, Andrews. Andrews on their team has put up some really good points recently. You have Beard, who's the guy that we knew from last year. Mm-hmm. He's putting up uh, like 16 or 15 a game. They just have a lot of guys that can score. And so like UTSA, I know offensively they can do what they need to do. Um, I mean, the best three offenses in Conference USA right Best four offenses right now are Marshall, ODU, FIU, and UTSA. Those are the best four offenses yeah. right now. Defenses is what separates them. I don't think FA, FIU can defend as well, and UTSA can't defend as well. So FIU is a good offensive team. We'll see how they look when North Texas plays them. I, I don't think they play till late later in yeah. the schedule. All right, I, I, have a, I have another thing. Um so this is this is just my something or nothing for the day. My, okay. sing, my singular one. Special North Texas is the only team in Conference USA with a winning away record. Second is Marshall at four and five. Everyone below that is not good. So like to go down the like WKU or Southern Miss is actually uh, third best at four and six, and then everyone's like three and six, three and five, um, one and eight for Rice. And North uh, Texas was ODU is like- actually three and two. I'm sorry. So uh, North Texas is five and two. It's nothing. It's definitely not something. <laughs> I'm only laughing because of your face when you said that. I don't. I don't look at this team different than any other team going on the road. You look at their five wins on the road. I okay. They have good wins on the road, but 
this team isn't better on the road by any means. Right. And I think they're substantially worse on the road for that matter. You look at the UTSA game, they were pretty bad. You look at the UTEP game, they were pretty bad. Uh, the, I mean, the best wins obviously were non-conference when they beat Nevada or uh, New Mexico. New Mexico. Uh, so that was that was a great win. And I mean, other than that, they've been like Hawaii on the road. They've been I don't even know who else I can't remember who else they've been, but they've been you know they've been all right teams. They haven't been good teams. So I think it's nothing. Okay, that's a good stat though. That yeah, a, I, I also think it's nothing. I want to know if you'd if you'd bite, but you didn't know I'm not. Real Sad. quick, uh, I don't want to spend too much time on Middle and uh, UAB because we've talked about them uh, before. Uh, but UAB's defense is supposed to be legit. Uh, Middle had a good result, obviously beating UTSA. So we'll see what they can do. The only time I see, saw Middle was when they played Virginia. And Virginia's obviously. We all know Virginia. who that went. <laughs> Virginia's Virginia. So. But Middle threw out a bunch of different defenses a 1 3 1, 2 3. They. Man, I mean, they, they threw out a lot of defenses, and they're long, middle is too, so that's mm-hmm. good. Uh, UAB has Zach Bryant. They have, uh, what's the name of the guy you got the photo of? Uh, something Perry. Perry. They have Perry, uh, who can score. They have a balanced team as well. I think defensively, UAB. I think defensively, both these teams are going to pose some problems. So, <sighs> again, it's going to come down to North Texas. Having a guy like what do what Duffy did last night, score double digits and a half it's gonna have to happen so and the pace is gonna have to be good and they're gonna have to hit open threes like unlike what they did last night i have a question for you Go ahead. so we've been talking about how the north texas like needs a dominant score right mm-hmm. but do you think their size is something that is more detrimental to their ability to win like if you had to pick one would you rather have size or would you rather have the dominant score i think their size right now is okay uh because most teams don't look to post up their four against Mike Miller. And other than that, I think Rose holds his own at the three and Duffy holds his own at the two. And mm-hmm. Ryan definitely holds his own. So it's really just the four that you look at defensively where it's a big liability, um, except for when Zach Simmons plays like crap. So when Zach plays like crap, then then you have a problem because Maya's five, right. six, four. Um, so I, I would rather have Rose be Rose. That would be really nice for the team. So that <laughs> I, that that's my answer to your All question. Right, okay. Um, I was trying to think. I had, I had anything else. Um, uh, but no. Are we still taking North Texas to win these next two games? UAB and Middle at home. <sighs> UAB one's tough. I'm scared, but I can't. I can't go back because there's not. There wasn't. There wasn't enough for me to have to go back. So I'm gonna have. I to don't s- know. There was a lot. There was a lot. We saw a lot. There was a lot, game. but they came back and won. And that comeback alone was. Something I think of, I'm more promised by Duffy's performance than anything. Yeah, I agree. Because like we've seen it from Mike before. And like, we kind of saw... We've seen flashes of Duffy. But Duffy is... He, I mean, he, he's been trying... He's been stepping up. Yeah. Duffy said in the second half, I'm taking over. And that's what he did in the first five minutes. So that was that was probably the most promising thing about that game. But I don't even care about the, the comeback. Because the comeback was a lot of Rice being bad. So I'll, I'll stick with two wins as well. That's okay. That's that's UAB is going to be the scary one. Watch, watch. This is like a 60 40 chance of this going wrong. I feel like give me 50 50. They might 50. You might lose to one of them. Benefit of the doubt. I mean, win two games, 50 50 chance of winning two games is pretty good, right? Yeah, okay. There you go. (laughs) Um, all right, Colin. I didn't plug anything last week, I just let. 
Charles, yeah, Charles Bradley play us out. Play us out. We don't but, have him today. But so. we don't have any Charles today. We probably should. Should be. A, we should just find a different Charles no, Bradley song <laughs> to end every episode. I don't think with. I've ever listened to Charles Bradley. Like I've never heard any other Charles Bradley <laughs> song <laughs> other than that one. <laughs> Me neither. Um, but I, we just to plug our stuff. Uh, Mingreen twenty four seven dot com. That is where we or where I work. Um, North Colin supplies the photos. So yeah, I don't work. Does, I'm a slave actually a to Bruni. Job. Thank you so well, much. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> and uh, so Mingreen twenty four seven, uh come subscribe, post on our board. You can do that for free if you would like. You can read free stuff for free, obviously. VIP stuff is has to be in parentheses only. free, by the way. Exactly. If you follow me on Twitter, you'll understand. Follow me on Twitter at MattBruni25. Follow Colin on Twitter at CJH Mitchell. Interact with us. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Give us some feedback, some suggestions, some questions. We're always looking for new stuff to do. Um, follow us on Twitch at Bruni's underscore breakdown. SoundCloud, Bruni's Breakdown Podcast, and Apple Podcasts at Bruni's Breakdown. Bruni's Breakdown, Bruni's Breakdown Podcast. Uh, yeah, we're... That was that was good. That was a nice. I think I plugged everything. That was a nice line of I plugs. I, I like we that. We had to make up for not plugging anything last week because nobody knew where to find us. Yeah, so there that's you fair. Go. I didn't have any uh, mid mid pod uh, plugs, but we'll, we'll get we'll get our way back up there. <laughs> we'll, we'll, gotta, we gotta get the volume of some, those up. Someone wants to sponsor us. Also, yeah, we will. Uh, like <laughs> beginning of every pod, Squareface. Oh yeah, Seat Geek. Seat Geek. Be like, open up the show with. Hello, everybody. Uh, blah, 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 the blah. The game blah. was great Yeah, and uh, just want to let everyone know that uh, <laughs> last time, god damn it. We were watching the game. Yeah, because of SeatGeek. <laughs> no, SeatGeek does not sponsor this podcast, so. But yeah. if you do, you know, send us, a, hey, send yeah, us an email. It, listen, if, if that was a good uh, good pitch, <laughs> we can do better. We can do better. My DMs are always open, so let us know. Um, I think that's all we have for today. For Colin Mitchell, I'm Matthew Bruni. Thank you for joining us, and you have a great week.